That one there is Central Coast artist and friend of the show who is now returning for a third or fourth time. Third, I believe. Third? We're racking up third the three peats. We are. <laughs> yeah. Another three peats. It's Chelsea Berman. Thanks so much for coming in. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, yeah, three times. I mean, I feel like we know each other quite well by this point. Yeah. That release there tastes like a hangover. You've now got a new one which you're going to be premiering, which is very exciting. Yes. And like heaps far ahead of what we normally <laughs> premiere. We've got an extra week of, yes. of exclusivity. So yes. we're pretty excited about that one. Friday week it's released. Yes. How have you been? Let's catch up. I've been good. Um, obviously haven't been doing much live music, live gigs, mm. but next month they're all coming back for me. So I'm yes. very excited for that. But yeah, it's been a bit quiet. Um, I was supposed to go to Tamworth in January for, you know, Tamworth Country Music Festival. Is that, that two years in a row? Because I feel like we had the exact same conversation yes. last time. Yes, <laughs> literally two years in a row. So this is going to be a good year, but um, yeah, it's been moved to April now. So a bit of a wait, but at least it's still on, I guess. But yeah, it's been quiet. <laughs> Lisa was a postponement and not a straight up cancellation. Does that yeah. mean they're doing two in a year or? Uh, no. So just in April and then next January they'll do another ah. one. But my show was actually cancelled altogether. So that wasn't very fun. <laughs> Bugger. Wow. I don't think they know uh, they're dealing with. No. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> um, and in terms, of, in terms of live performances, you said there hasn't been much. Um, mm. are, are you confident in it now enough to be in a place where you can properly I mean, this is another question that we thought we were comfortable with a while ago, but mm. to, to be actually starting to get things in the works? Um, yes, I would say so, but I've said that a few times now. But, yeah, I hope so. And, yeah, as I said, April, May, kind of from there, it's going to be busy. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident that things are starting to come back, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got on the 7th of next month at the Block and Table at Kingcumber. Yes. Performing with Abby Ferris, 7pm, mm. tickets are $25.00. She another local artist too we're not aware of? Yeah, so she actually just moved down here at the start of lockdown, unfortunately for her, yeah. uh, from South Australia. I know, bad timing. <laughs> so, yeah, she's one of my good friends. But, um, yeah, she's another country artist from South Australia, but now I've converted her to Central Coast. She did that <laughs> cooking thing <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, cooking show. Right. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's this venue? What's it called? The Block and Tackle. Block and Tackle. Yes. Is this uh, new? It's a brewery in Kingcumber. It's not new. It's oh. been there for a while. Um, but yeah, it's in a bit of a random spot, but yeah, really Where cool. Where about St. Kingcumber? I think I know. Is it like is. South Kingcumber? Oh, I don't know. Near Kingcumber. the um, indoor sports centre, I think. I think it's just right, down, back whole down the road. Sort of industrial it. area. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of in that industrial right. space. Yeah. Good the, to see them doing shops. live music. That's, that's kudos from Another us. Another venue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they do quite a lot of live music, but this is the first ticketed show they put on, so uh, we got their first one. <laughs> <laughs> put that on the poster. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> well, um, that's your gigging. We've, um, we know we've got this one to premiere tonight. It's an exciting collaboration for you as well. What about recording and, and, and releases? What's been going on? Have you got stuff planned? Yeah, um, so I am going into the studio next month to record my own single. So the one that's you're premiering is a collab with Port Macquarie-based artist. His name's Chris Rose. So the next single then after that will just be by myself. But, yeah, I've wanted to do a collab single for a long time now, but just never really find found the right song or the right person. So, yeah, when this came up, I was super excited. But, yeah, definitely new music from me coming as well. And is it going to be, because this one we're going to premiere, it's a bit more country leaning than yeah. what we're used to hearing from you. Obviously that's, you know, it's a collab, so it's, you know, you don't get complete say on the direction. Obviously it's a collaboration, so you yeah. do have some say, but your singles that you will be releasing, is that more pop swaying like we're used to hearing from you or is it different again? Yeah, I think it, well, I haven't recorded it yet, so you don't know. <laughs> don't know what it'll turn out like, but um, yeah, I think it'll be more the country pop kind of what 
you're used to hearing from me. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Another EP perhaps in the works? Uh, probably not for a while because the last one was expensive. <laughs> but uh, hopefully an album someday. That's kind of what I guess I would be working to next, an album. So hopefully in the next few years that will happen. And all those expenses, is that literally just hiring out the studio to record and then obviously for them to mix and master? And Is that where all those costs are? Because yeah. we only found out. What, towards the end of last year that you have to pay to put music on Spotify? Yeah, like it's only 20 bucks or so. But like even that they charge that, yeah. I mean, there's just song. so many, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we are not familiar with every expense, but we are familiar with how hard it is to make music, especially independently. Mm. That process, do you think it's getting easier for you as you kind of progress as an artist or is it still just prohibitively expensive? (laughs) I think it almost gets more expensive because I guess as you kind of progress in your career, you want to get kind of the best people for, you know, publicity. Publicity is one of the most expensive things which people don't really think about. But then, yeah, obviously you want good producers, you want the good publicity, you want the good printing if it's a physical album, good photography, everything. So, yeah, I think it actually does get more expensive, unfortunately. (laughs) I'm planning a wedding at the moment, so I can I can definitely testify to how oh, yes. all the costs add up. Mm. But the publicity, I mean, that's sort of something you have a bit of experience in. You're apart from music, you do a bit of marketing and yeah. things like that. Do you find that that helps when mm. you're trying to promote your own music? Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, I think a lot of artists they obviously have a passion for music. They're so talented, but they don't really think about the business side of things or the promotion side of things, and they just kind of chuck things out there. But yeah, I think it really helps that I do have some you know experience in marketing, so I can make sure I can you know get the best possible outcome it can. But yeah, I do still need help from experts in particular fields. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose, you know, that's compounded by the fact you haven't been able to play gigs and get like income via mm. those means for so long. So, yeah. you know, it stunts the whole musical process for you because you need to get the play the gigs to make the money to make the next the next lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so many musicians I've seen that, you know, were doing it full time have now gone and got random jobs because, yeah. No, they had no income. So I was lucky that I had at least a job to bring in some income. But yeah, it's been a struggle. Yeah, we hear that a lot. Like, mm. well, and, and that's been the big fear of throughout mm. this pandemic has been the, the loss of talent, the loss of expertise that you can't replace. Because I don't know, once you're in a different industry and you're established, you're not going to really want to jump back as much as they love it to you know something that might be fragile or yeah. Yeah, exactly. unreliable. Yeah. But, you know, business is sort of something that runs in your family a little bit too because yes. I'm, I don't know if people are very aware, but Drom, the local sort of clothing and apparel company, mm. is your parents. Yes, it is. And you're wearing a Drom hat right I now, am. which I love. I, I'm, I'm actually not deliberate. It's just, you know, one of my one recent favourite favorite hats. hats. Yeah. So I've, I've worn jumpers before. and yeah. Cam reps the Drom I here do. at Homebrewed very regularly. We're an all-local <laughs> affair. Yeah, no, I'll definitely tell my dad to listen to this. He'll love that. <laughs> love the well, actually, I think no, I bought a shirt from him up at Byron Bay like, about this yeah. time last year. They were up at the markets there and I bumped into them there and he yeah. gave me a discount because I was at Coasty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Coasty discount. Didn't have your mum approved. but <laughs> <laughs> My dad loves giving out discounts. <laughs> but how does that go with the merch? Like if you're making any merch, is that mm. like you're able to kind of lean on the, the drum production line? Yeah, he's definitely helped me with that, which has been uh, really good. So, yeah, he makes some of my merch. Um, but, yeah, they're actually on the road now uh, traveling around New South Wales with drums. So not based on the Central Coast anymore, but still definitely Central Coast brand. 
um, which is exciting for them. Sweet. Yeah. You know, mm. we're like, we'll claim anything, even if yes. it's not relevant <laughs> anymore. Well, there have been artists who moved to Sydney or Melbourne. Like, yeah, they're still a coasty. Yeah, <laughs> still coasty. So if you move away, we'll still claim you. That's okay. Yeah. Nashville, Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea Nashville. No, it's in your coast. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about the Nashville trip? I mean, that was one mm. of the ones ages ago that you were so excited about that wasn't able to happen. Yeah. Is there anything in the works to try and get that one back? <sighs> Probably not this year. In my personal life, I am probably going to use the money that I was saving for Nashville to hopefully buy a house. So that's kind of going to be where my focus is. Money, Yeah, I know. Good <laughs> luck. Might not happen. But um, yeah, I think after that, I guess I'll start saving again because yeah, I really, really want to go, but it's just an expensive, again, expensive exercise. And yeah, without the income of music and everything, it's been a whole thing, but hopefully, hopefully soon. So that the the income you make of without wanting to get too specific, yeah. you know, how, <laughs> how much, how much how money you make, <laughs> but like we, we we know it's not enough to sort of be self sufficient. Yeah, and like we mentioned, so many people have moved on to other jobs, and you have another job as well as yeah. the music you make from the income you make from music. Yes, but that income for you is sort of enough to put in its own separate kitty to fund a trip to Nashville or something like that? Or is it a bit of a combined effort? Is this the music income you're talking about? Yes. Not really. Uh, I guess I think I made kind of a conscious decision probably two-ish years ago now to, I guess, go more down the original path um, instead of, you know, doing cover gigs and all of that sort of thing. Um, and you can make great money from doing cover gigs and I did that for quite a while. But, um, yeah, I think I made that conscious decision to kind of get my income from elsewhere and, yeah, really go down that original path and I guess just do fewer gigs but making sure they're, you know, things like ticketed shows and stuff, which obviously you usually don't make as much out of, but um, obviously it's getting your name out there and growing your fan base and everything like that. So, yeah, definitely don't make much from music, especially in the last year or so. But, um, yeah, I guess I don't really have to do it for the money anymore because I do have the other job. So that helps in that way. Fortunately in that aspect. I mean, that, yeah. is, that is something that I know there are a few local organisations who are trying to change that to try and get more money into the artist's pockets, mm. but especially for a live show. Yeah. In terms of this new single coming out, you, you said you should kind of step more into this country realm for this one, for the mm. collaboration. Even though your intention is to continue kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum that you're on or, or, or further away, have you enjoyed bouncing back and, and getting more into like, you know, the, the authentic country side and then and then now you're going about to go into the studio and record something on the other end. So you've kind of danced yeah. between the two lately. Has that been an enjoyable experience? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love country. So anything that I can do, you know, more on the countryside, I love doing it. It's just, I guess, my the music that I always listen to and the music that I create is, I guess, more that pop country, more on that pop side. But yeah, I still love the country music. So it's been really fun to be able to do that for sure. Is that just purely down to personal preference, the more pop side, or do you think yeah. it's more either marketable or it gets a further reach? Like, are they considerations as well? Uh, a little bit, but yeah, it's really, I guess, personal preference just because that's what I love listening to. So it's mm. kind of what I make at the same time, yeah. It's a good formula. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> what you like. So they say, isn't it, make the content you want to watch or what yeah, you want to listen exactly. to and, you know, naturally people will gravitate towards it. Yes, yes, that's what I We're hope yet for. We're yet anyway. to see that. Yeah, <laughs> Bill and they will come. <laughs> um, and, and what about the collaboration? How did it come about? Have you two been in contact, you know, prior or? Yeah, um, so we just kind of followed each other on Instagram, as you do, um, and kind of knew each other. But um, he actually started working with my previous manager and uh, really wanted to, yeah, do a collab and wanted a female artist and my manager put me forward for it. And then, yeah, he checked out my stuff. He already knew me and liked it and thought that, 
that uh, we would go well together. And then he'd already written the song actually with a member of Shepherd, the band. Wow. Yeah, Friends which is cool. Yeah, he sent it to me, really loved it. So we kind of got in the studio. We actually did it virtually because he's from Port Macquarie. So yeah. That was going to be my question. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously COVID as well as the actual physical mm. distance. So it was all done virtually. Yeah, all done virtually. So I went into uh, Rod McCormack's studio that I usually record in in Erina and he was in Port Macquarie and we did like a Zoom kind of thing, recorded all. He'd already recorded his part. So I kind of just recorded it and did the harmonies and everything and then put it all together. But yeah, really happy with how it turned out. And for people that had and, you know, sung together before. I think it, yeah. our voices blended well together, which was good. Yeah, they harmonised really well. And yeah. is that the first time you've done a remote recording? Yeah, it would have been. Obviously, there are some challenges, but, like, was it more challenging than you thought it might have been? Or was it was it okay because Rod kind of sorted it all for me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to do it myself. But I know a lot of people have been recording, like, from home with a microphone and they've, yeah, kind of had to do it all themselves. So I don't think I could do that, but luckily I had help. <laughs> Very yeah, good. Like, like logistically, how did that one work? Was mm. it like you're in the in the booth or in the studio and there's like, and he's on the laptop kind of just watching and being like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I like that. Like, you know, because obviously, you know, he needs, he has his idea for the song. Exactly. And, yeah. and yeah, it'd, be, it'd be difficult. Yeah, it was a bit strange. So yeah, they set it all up, I guess, logistically with the tech and everything. So they could hear me and he had also his producer on the line as well. So it was kind of three people listening to me, which was a bit stressful. <laughs> felt like I was being judged. <laughs> I know, I felt like I was being judged. But uh, yeah, no, they were helping me out and kind of saying, oh, can you do this again? Can you do this differently? And kind of working like that. So yeah, it was interesting. It, was it, is, it is funny. We've had that with some artists who like might perform live like on radio and there's just like a camera guy in the room and they feel way more awkward with yeah. that than singing yeah. to a crowd a full of crowd. people. Yeah. So the track that we've just been discussing is called Things We Shouldn't Do. We are about to hear play and premiere it exclusively worldwide. What can Sam? you tell us about it? Yeah, so it's a really fun song, kind of a party song, which I seem to be doing a lot lately. Uh, but yeah, it's all about kind of being young, having fun and yeah, I guess doing things that you probably shouldn't do, but you're going to have fun doing it anyway. Very good. Well, listen first here on Homebrewed, the exclusive premiere, Things We Shouldn't Do. Chelsea Berman, thank you so much for joining us, Chelsea. Thank you for having me.